Welcome to Pioneering Fearless Warriors Network. I've changed the name to reflect where God is taking me, and that and that is to uplift, encourage, and minister to the whole body of Christ, not just part. I pray you enjoy this encouraging time in the Lord as I bring the word and bring truth to you and encourage you and pray for you. With much love in Christ, your friend, Suzanne. Thank you again for tuning in. Suzanne. I'm recording for Sunday. And what I want to share this time, I just finished a paper in school. And I thought, well, it's a good paper. Let me just read it to you. And we can talk a little bit about the paper. And it's on persecution. And sometimes when we come to know the Lord, we don't think of the persecution or the what the Bible calls is the suffering with Christ <clears throat> is persecution because Jesus said if the world hated him the world's going to hate us too so that's what we're going to look at today and I hope and pray that it's a blessing let's pray thank you Lord for this day all that you do all that you are all that you've done We thank you, Father, for enlightening us and opening our eyes to see and opening our ears to hear what the Spirit has to say. Father, teach us and help us to walk the straight and narrow as you guide us into the paths of righteousness and hold us up with your righteous right hand. I thank you, Father, for your word that is truth. Penetrate our heart with your word. Help us, Father, to discern and to test every spirit to see that it's you or it's not. And we thank you and praise you, Father, that you're teaching us daily. In your precious and holy name we pray. Amen. So, um, persecution, not something we hear about a whole lot, especially in the United States, but there's going to be a day when we need to have become aware of the persecution and persecution we may not even recognize half the time that we are being persecuted Um, when I first got saved I was persecuted um, in in my family I was the only one that had come become a born-again Christian Holy Ghost filled um, seeking after God's face and it was and it didn't come like you know someone badgering me or threatening to kill me or you know any of that was little things that were subtle and um but that's okay because sometimes when we go through just like I just got done reading in the book of James where it says it's James chapter 1 verse 2 through 4 where it says consider it a great joy my brothers and sisters whenever you experience various trials because you know that the testing of your faith produces endurance so even when we go through a trial 
um, it's producing something in us. It's making us more like Christ. You think of everything Jesus went through um, from the minute he was born. I mean, he was chased and sought after to be killed, even as an infant. So Jesus said that if they hated him, that they were going to hate us also. So when we look at this, it started out in our text, in the textbook that um, that I've been, you know, in right now for this class. And it says our textbook addresses persecution under the call to suffering. So when, you know, we talk about being called of God, we are all called and we are all called to suffer with Christ. It's not the, we're all called to stand on the pulpit and preach. And it's not, we are all called to, you know, stand in the limelight. We're all called to be popular. We are all called to, you know, we are all called to suffer with Christ. That's what the call is. It takes a minute to understand this call, but as soon as we realize it is fitting, considering these words from Jesus, remember the word that I said to you, a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. That's John 15, 20. It is a fitting title because persecution comes with the call. So, I'm not negating if you're called to ministry. What I'm saying is we're all called to suffer with Christ, which means we're all going to suffer some sort of persecution. We're going to go through trials. We're going to have issues in life, right? And some people have died standing for the gospel and Jesus. Jesus prepares us for the inevitable persecution that will follow and our conversation and walk with Christ. Peter emphasizes that persecution is part of Christ's sufferings in 1 Peter 4.13. In our current world of sensitivity and cancel culture, persecution of any kind is not tolerated. Looking at the worldview and what they deem persecution is much different than what Jesus or any of the apostles reference. The difference between persecution for my lifestyle or political choices and preaching the gospel or standing for Christ are two different situations. And Peter is referring to the latter. Based on scripture, the persecution Jesus and the apostles refer to is much different from what we believe it is. This question was posed by the author of of our textbook, Job's. Um, Now, if Christians should be willing to die for Christ, should we not also be willing to live for him? The answer is in 1 Peter 3, 17. It is better if it is God's will to suffer for doing good than for doing evil. Understanding the scripture rejoice. 
1 Peter 4.13. In persecution or testing, times is vital for a Christian to endure it. Many may stumble or even fall away from Christ or fear being persecuted because of our lack of understanding of the call. Just like Peter, for that small window of time in his life, when the cock crowed, he realized he had denied Christ for fear of being persecuted. We see Peter now writing about what he had experienced. Choose who you will serve this day. However, thank God for second chances. Peter preaches effectively on the issue and his passion for this message rings loud and clear when we read his account. If you accept the call to serve Christ, you can expect to be persecuted as Christ was. Peter writes in 2.21, in 1 Peter 2.21, for to this you were called because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that you follow his steps. To suffer for and with Christ is to be persecuted, rejected, and misunderstood for living and preaching. The righteous living or good conduct, including the suffering that frequently results from living out a a resurrection hope in a crucifixion world, is the chief outward mark of being a follower of Christ. Persecution defined by Young's analytical concordance is to be under or suffer. Falling into the persecution of suffering with Christ. But even if you should suffer for what is right, you are blessed. Do not fear their threats. Do not be frightened. 1 Peter 3.14 Looking at the definition by Merriam-Webster Dictionary for the word suffering is the state or experience of one that suffers. Pain. There are many accounts of persecution in the Bible and history. To be a Christ follower seemed to be There are many accounts of persecution in the Bible and history. To be a Christ follower seemed to be a death sentence in the physical. Matthew 10:28 And do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. However, rather fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. John the Baptist lost his head for preaching repentance. Several disciples were imprisoned. Stephen was stoned, and when Stephen was preaching about Jesus, they were cut to the heart. What a reaction. And to think the next part talks about them gnashing their teeth. It convicted them so much that they decided to kill Stephen. Our opinion will never do that. Only God's word can do that. As we see in Hebrews 4.12, For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow. And it is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. According to Wolfram Kinzig, the Sadducees were an influence 
influential group, and they were offended by John and Peter's preaching about Jesus' resurrection. The apostles went before the Sanhedrin twice, and the second time they were scourged for their preaching. At Philippi, Paul and Silas were charged, flogged, and incarcerated for converting a slave girl to Christianity. In society today, we must make new and older Christians alike aware of the costs of choosing to follow Christ, that it will not be filled with roses and lattes. Just as Jesus warns us, so must we pass on the baton, so to speak. To those who will come after us, make them ready for anything to come their way. 2 Timothy 4.2 Preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Why are Christians persecuted for following Jesus and preaching the gospel? There is a spiritual battle that the average person is unaware of, and sometimes the persecution can come only because of our presence. The person knows of our association with Christ. Helm and Hughes recall an instance involving Billy Graham, who went golfing with one of the U.S. presidents and another pro golfer. Someone asked the pro, how was your golfing with the two famous men? His reply was, I don't need Billy Graham stuffing religion down my throat. When asked what Graham said, the pro said he didn't say anything. This scripture in 2 Corinthians 6.14 says, Do not be yoked together with those who do not believe. For what partnership is there between righteousness and lawlessness? Or what fellowship does light have with darkness? Gives the impression that there will be friction between darkness and light. That that being the case, it is safe to assume that wherever we go with the light in us, it will make darkness uncomfortable. Think about the time when Jesus was walking in an area where a man was possessed, and the demon within him yelled, What do you have to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Mark 1.24 In this article, Moore reflects on Christians in Africa and how they are persecuted for their faith. This one saying sums up the suffering with Christ. To follow our crucified Lord means to willingly follow him into mistreatment, rejection, and suffering. If the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. Another question we must ask ourselves in light of Jesus' warnings about being hated. If we are not hated or persecuted, does it mean we are not like Christ? This question question may depend on where you serve in the church and or the world. As Christians, we will either be loved or hated. It depends on the circumstances. If we go out into the world on the mission field or stay home or within, you know, or within the four walls of the church. In Luke 8, 16, no one having lighting a lamp covers it with a basket or puts it under a bed, but puts it on a lampstand so that those who come in may see its light. We should be out there shining our light for Jesus and stirring things up in the spiritual so that people will know that Jesus is alive in us and is the way, the truth, and the life.
just as Jesus charged us with the mission to go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations in Matthew 28:19, we must also remember to it comes with a cost, a cost that 1 Peter 4, 12 through 16 reminds us not to be surprised, but rejoice that we are blessed in the sufferings of Christ. The Apostle James eloquently put it in James 1, 2 through 4. Consider it a great joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you experience various trials, because you know that testing of your faith produces endurance. So, Father, I just pray that you help us as we go through this call to suffer with you, that we will stand steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in your work. Thank you, Father, that you walk through us, um, through our trials, through our good times, that we can rely on you, that any kind of trials that we go through, Father, we know it has a good outcome, that it's producing in us what you want it to produce. We thank you, Father, that you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in to Pioneering Fearless Warriors Network. I pray the Lord keep you and the Lord guide you. Make his face shine upon you as he goes before you, as he surrounds you, as he provides for you, as he is faithful. We thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. We bless the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.